What's going on, everybody? It's Derek. And it's Doug. What's up? Not a whole lot. Have you been playing anything good? Not a thing. So, I want to start off and say, last week we recorded and lost every minute of audio. Mm-hmm. And the when it, when it, when it happened, I was actually really irritated. When did it happen? When I was saving it. Because I was like, oh, just in case it crashes, I want to make sure it's fine. Um, I, I want to make sure it's saved. So I went to save it, and it goes, okay, okay, okay. No, I'm crashing. And he's like, no. So I was like, thanks. I was trying to prevent this, and you screwed me. So we're actually going over our list from last week. Right. Instead of... Something. Doing something new. Because yeah. I already had the list written out. I already done all the research. I was like, I want to talk about this. Yeah. So, we'll be actually talking about our ten, top ten anime weapons. Yep. Um, and the Four Honor beta yep. that you've played. The Four Honor beta, which is amazing. Right. And last week we talked about Fire Emblem. Yeah. Which is still amazing. Yes. So, the Fire Emblem, uh, not the Fire Emblem beta, the Four Honor beta... Right. Um, it pretty much is like 90% of the full game. Right. And it's amazing. I've already unlocked all the uh, samurai stuff. Right. Like all the samurai classes. And each one plays very differently. Right. I uh, mean, I've seen like uh, Funhouse and all them play it. It is, it's tough. It's not just a jam on buttons and go. Right. It's very much like a... I mean, that's where my problem is, is I'm like, just attack, just attack, just attack, just attack. But I'm like, oh, wait, maybe I should probably slow down and actually block some attacks. Because it doesn't take long for the enemy to kill you. It's like Dark Souls, right? No, not so much. It's just like once they get you kind of in a chain, you're kind of at their mercy. All right. Because like... They hit you with a heavy attack, and you kind of, like, stumble back, and you're unable to, like, guard, basically. Yeah. Um, so, I really enjoy that. It's not just a jam on the buttons, because I have to learn to not jam on the buttons. Yeah. Um, there ha- There is an issue. I don't know if it's my NAT type or for my Xbox or whatnot, but if for the beta, at least, it is constantly crashing. Is it? Yeah, like, half the time I don't connect to a match, so I haven't got to play it nearly as much, but I'm, I'm honestly wondering if that's my NAT type, if I have to go into my router and fix it. Huh. Um, but but I, it's really good. It makes you feel good. Um, even when you're losing, you're still having a lot of fun. Right. Because, uh, like, I was chasing down this guy. I, was pl- I, play, as the, uh, I play for the Samurai Faction. Right. And I'm chasing down this guy, and I'm like, I'm, I'm running up the ladder after him. And he just stops on the ladder like, well, you can't fight me. You can fight people on the ladder. What can you do? Because I was underneath him, I grabbed his ankle and pulled him off the ladder and threw him off. Nice. <laughs> Went up the ladder and captured the point. And I was like, yes, you thought you could hide on the ladder, but I got you. Nice. So it was. It feels really good, and like the respawn time is not that long. Right. I think it's like fifteen seconds or so. Right. Which is not bad because it gives you that time to go. 
Okay. What did I do Here's wrong? Here's what I'm going to do next. And you can look at the map and, like, strategize real fast of what you're going to do. And plus it gives the enemies time to move on so that way you aren't just stuck dying in the same place over and over. And you, unless you respawn, and the maps are small. Right. Unless you respawn, like, you're revived, basically. Right. Because just because you have a 15-second respawn time doesn't mean you immediately have to... Respawn. Respawn. Yeah. You can basically kind of stay dead and wait for someone to come pick you up. Right. Uh, and that's like on a 60 second timer. But le- if you just respawn, you basically respawn back at start. But you're not running that far before you're getting into battle. Right. Because that's sometimes like my problem with like a uh, battlefield one. Yeah. You're when just you like, respawn, you're like, I'm 20 miles away. Yeah. You respawn on top of your squad and you immediately die. Or you respawn and you're like, oh, great. Now I got to hoof it. Yeah. Because, of course, there's no vehicles. No, of course not. Why would there be vehicles? Yeah. But uh, other than that, it's actually really enjoyable. There is a lot of customization for your characters. Is there? Um, you can customize, like, the chest plates and what their, their back. Each, like, each shoulder has their own. You can customize it differently. So you can have, for the samurai, you can have, like, a dragon on one side and a koi fish on the other. Huh. And, like, different color patterns and things like that. So it's not just like, yeah, fine, boom, done, here you go. Yeah. It, it, it There is a lot of customization options on there. So, it's and it's not just like, oh, you, everybody looks the same. Yeah. Which, to me, that was like, okay, I'm a little worried that every, you know, Orochi's gonna look the same. And Orochi's one of the samurai classes. Is there range characters? No, there is longer range melee. Um, one of the characters for the samurai has a long range like spear weapon. Right. I can't think of the name off the top of my head. Nagata. Nagata. Naginata. Whatever. Um, it's like a pole arm almost. Yeah. And does long long range melee attacks. So there's not like Yumi's. Yeah. There's no bows. No nothing. No 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 trebuchets. Yeah. Well, no. No. That's capable of launching a 900 kilograms projectile over 300 meters. Okay, I feel like I'm missing something. Trebuchet memes. Oh, trebuchet memes. Very yeah. niche market. Yes. Uh, Worth one quarter portion. <laughs> wow, that was just dumb. Uh, so yeah, I'm probably going to pick it up on uh, day one. Nice. Happy Valentine's Day. Right. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. I'm going to be playing. I'm going to be slaughtering some people. So I was like, oh, okay, that'll be, that'll be fun. Um, because it's not just, oh, you know. It's not, as much as I love Overwatch, it's not Overwatch. Y- yeah, pretty much. Actually, you're not wrong. Where it's a Twitch-based shooter versus a let's go do something shooter. Yeah. Um, I was looking at release dates. Right. And actually... Um, the 14th is actually packed with a couple different games. Right. A Sniper Elite 4. Huh. Um, I've been interested in Sniper games. Right. Uh, mostly because whenever I play, like, a first-person shooter game. Right. I typically try to go, like, first-person shooter. Yeah. Or, uh, Sniper. And, uh, this is a game all about that. And I'm like, cool. I'm down for it. Um, no, I got this new game database app for my 
uh, surface. Right. And it, like, has a bunch of, like, the coming soons. And, like, there's actually a lot of good games coming out in February. Like what? Um, You've got Revolve, which is, like, an indie game. Right. You've got For Honor, Sniper Elite 4, Evergrow, Blackwood Crossing, Halo Wars 2. And then you have things like Psychonauts, The Rhombus of Ruin. Huh. I didn't realize that was coming out this month. Yeah. Uh, God Wars, Future Past. And then you've got Lego World. Hmm. Uh, and then Constructor HD and Horizon Zero Dawn. And then you start to get some of the Switch stuff uh, on the 3rd, which I am super pumped for. Oh, yes. Because they've got Dragon Quest Heroes 1 and 2. And uh, the new Shovel Knight. I will be getting Shovel Knight. Treasure what? Trove. Dragon Quest Heroes 1 and 2? Yeah. Is that the monster one? Um, no, it's the, like, um, what is it? Not Onishima Warriors. Dynasty Warriors. So it's... Wait, did... No, we were playing Tree of something or other. Yeah. I was uh, like, that sounds so familiar. But I'm super excited for uh, Shovel Knight Treasure Trove. Really? Because it'll have Shovel Knight. It'll have Shovel Knight, the Plague Knight campaign. And then I believe we're getting Shovel Knight. It's the um, Spectre Knight huh. campaign. I love Shovel Knight. I am a huge Shovel Knight fan, so as far as, like, I'm looking forward to that, and it's supposed to contain all the DLC. Nice. So, I'm super pumped for that. I'm super excited for Legend of Zelda. I really am. The more I look at it, the more I'm like, yes! I cannot wait for this. Right? Uh, it's only like a, what? We're less than a month away now. Mm-hmm. I don't have my countdown clock on me right now. But, uh, what, it's the 12th as we're recording this, so, uh, what, you got 10 more days or so? About that, yeah. Yeah. No. 28 is the end of the month. Yeah. So that's 16, and then you've got 19 days? Yep. So 19 days to get the Switch. Yes, yes, yes. Have you finished pre-ordering yours, or finished paying it off? Uh, I need to go into GameStop today, I think. Nice. I'm or tomorrow. doing that to soon here as well no to do it tomorrow i'm lazy uh, so yeah i finally broke down and got legend of zelda breath of the wild uh standard edition like a plebe like a plebe <laughs> like a plebe um but no i'm for sure gonna be playing that like i'm i'm pretty sure i'm gonna be taking a half day on the third yeah switch day it's like did you take a half day for this no i took it off for switch day pretty much you know why uh, Why sit at work and just be like, oh my god, the Switch is coming out. Have the Switch delivered to your work. <laughs> Play it at work. Right, yeah, that'll go over real well. Right, as long as you're getting your work done, right? At this point, I'm like four years ahead. Nice. I, I've built tables that tell me exactly how far ahead I am, and I'm like three and a half years or something ahead, and I've only worked there for six months. And you're like... I think I can spend some time on Reddit for a few. Right. Like the other day I was feeling ill. Last Friday I was actually feeling ill. Right. And I was like, I still managed to get like a week's worth of stuff done in one day, even though I was feeling quite ill. Yeah. And I'm like, 10 items of work, two minutes on Reddit. Two minutes. I'm really surprised you get sick way more often than I do. And I work in a hospital. Uh, Because I, my, me and my wife pass it back and forth. 
Like I I'll work get... in a hospital. True, but how much there? How much uh, antibacterial stuff is there always around? Oh, fair amount, but that doesn't stop people from getting coughing in your face. Yeah, true enough. True enough. And not every surface is sanitized. Surprisingly, weird, right? Yeah, it's like people are fallible. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, so yeah, and then Fire Emblem Heroes. Yes, have you beat the campaign? Not yet. I have. I've ran into this issue where like I'll be cruising along, and then all of a sudden my characters are doing like four damage. You need a Takumi. I've heard as much. You know why? Why? Give her 300 uh, skill points, then she can get uh, counter range or whatever it is. She mm. can counterattack at any range. Nice. Plus, her bow is just nasty. I had her solo at level 17, the fourth stratum of the tower. Nice. Which is like 25. Nice. And she soloed it. Yeah, I've been having the issue of like. My characters are just doing like pitiful damage or no damage at all. Do you have a, what's your five, how many five stars do you have? I have one five star. And who's that? Uh, it is a, a ninja. Oh, so you you raised him to level twenty, to that level? No, no. Oh. Came as a net. Uh, I pulled it from the uh, summon machine. Nice. Basically. I um, have a five star Marth. I really want to get a Lin and a Camille. Nice. Because then I'm gonna replace possibly my Marth with Lin. Who has Gale Force, who is just nasty. Nice. Yeah. No, I've been taking it slow. My biggest issue right. that I have is not enough hero feathers are given out. You need to play the arena. I've been playing the arena. But it's like, you need 20,000 to, you know, rank up your character. And it's like, See, and cool. I don't, I don't mind that because that gives me like, like two weeks... Of the arena to work on. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but I'm just like, but no, like, give more, like, give more hero feathers out, and so it's like, okay, cool. If you give more out, maybe you can, you know, make, uh, require more. Not, I dig it. It's it, just, it's, yeah. it, it's easy for me. So, and then the summoning mechanic. Yes. I it was I thought last week it was like fifteen stones you had to have. It's like nineteen or something. Yeah, it's like twenty. And yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah, see here my thing is like I enjoy the game. Oh, me too. So I have no problem spending twenty bucks on coin on orbs. Yeah. Because sort of like um color switch. I still play color switch. I don't. I unlocked it so that way I get uh whatchamacall with the word I'm looking for. No ads. Which, that is one thing. If I enjoy the game and I like it for more than, you know, a day, a week, whatever, I buy it and I pay for the ads. No ads. No ads. Because one, there are no if ads. I'm going to play for 20 minutes, I want to play for 20 minutes. Not, oh, I have to sit through this ad every five puzzles. I can dig it. So, and plus the fact of, I don't want to accidentally hit the ad when I'm trying to play my puzzle absent-mindedly walking around. Yeah, I, I can dig it. So, and plus it's just one of those, so show some love to like Nintendo f- for taking I've, I've an opportunity. I've bought like $60 worth of orbs. 
since it came out. Too many orbs. Too many orbs. Um, because it's just fun. It, it's fun. It makes me want. Like we said this last week, and then we were also recording. It makes me want to play Awakening again. Yeah. No, I totally get that. And I have Awakening on my 3DS. So Do you? yeah, it's hardware. I bought it nice. online. So I really want to get Birthrights and Fate because they're supposed to be like really fun. Yeah, if it weren't for the Switch coming out, I'd probably pick it up. But. See, my thought is, like, we're working on a project in a couple weeks, and you're going to be running the sounds. Like, if you want a game because you're not actively involved, I will, you know, you just need to sit there and monitor audio. Just like, dude, let me let me buy a Fire Emblem. So that yeah. way you can sit there and monitor audio and play Fire Emblem. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. My biggest, one of the other things is, have you merged allies? I have. What do you feel? How do you feel about it? I feel like it could do more because I always get the allies that are like level one. Yeah. Uh, but I like it. I've gotten uh, Search the Wyvern Rider. Mm-hmm. I've merged her like three times. Nice. Um, I really want to keep getting like Takumi and keep getting like more five star Takumis. Nice. Yeah. I don't have that luck. Uh, and then the daily. Uh, basically daily uh, dungeons. Oh, yeah. I'm able to complete... I'm starting to face the uh, arena on Uh, intermediate. Are you able to do the uh, 20 level 15 or 25 Wyvern puzzle? This... Oh, this week's? No. Yeah, no. I, like, tried it and I'm like... Because it's, like, level 25 and I'm like... I'm I'm either... I really wish I could get a Tiki. I only have a Noe. Mm-hmm. I really want a Tiki. Tiki okay. is supposed to be overpowered as well. Okay. Tiki, Lin, Camille, not Camille, and uh, what, Hector and Takumi. Nice. I have none of those. I I can't speak speak highly enough of Takumi. Nice. Like I said, she is amazing. Uh, Martha's pretty good. Um, have you noted that the daily dungeons basically they're like here's a one star and it's like great. I'll never use this. Um, I'm going back and leveling some of them up because then I can get them through summoning, and then I just keep upgrading them, merging them in. And I figure at some point I would like to collect all the heroes. That is true. And upgrade them to five stars. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, you know you can exchange. I you can exchange all your Nintendo points for it and get feathers and orbs. Really? Yep. I didn't know that. Yes. So, like, you know, have you linked your Nintendo account? No. You need to. Uh, I'm about to get Mitomo Mitomo again, just so that I can do that. Oh. So I get the platinum coins, so that I can get uh, Fire Emblem rewards. Because you can get like 500 crystals. Nice. And 500 shards. Ooh. Yeah. So it's really important that you do it. And of course, um, they say they're gonna do monthly updates. So, next month, they're going to do more stuff. Probably so, Switch stuff. I mean, especially since there's one more area. After you beat the ninth level, mm-hmm. there's still one more thing on the battle screen to unlock. Yeah. And I'm wondering what that is. <coughs> Who knows? But I, I've i been enjoying that rather much lately. Me too. Um, I've been doing that one and the DBZ Doken battle. So I'm not into Doken battle. I can't get into Doken Battle. It is. It has a lot of lag time. Right. Um, I, I've been getting into mobile gaming. Yes. Because, you know, sometimes it's just easier to pull out my phone and play a game. 
I've been, being as I've been at work a lot, I've been kind of getting back into when I'm doing my outside patrols, turning on pa, Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. But not like I used to. Yeah. Or it's like, oh my god, I need to. Oh my god, a purgatory. Yeah, now it's just like, yeah, whatever. I'll go hit the Pokestop that's like at the very edge of campus and walk back. Yeah. If anything, it just gives me exercise. There you go. Um, I really wish that they would do something with Final Fantasy on, for, like, Niantic and tracking software. That would be cool, but what do you do? Um, I would say build your own settlements. You collect materials and collect heroes to defend your settlements. That would be kind of cool. So, like, it's not... Like Final Fantasy Crystal Defenders mixed with, uh... Like, I don't know. Yeah, like a Harvest Moon. There you go. You're just building facilities, and then if people bump into you... So, like, I'm walking around, I bump into you. I'm stocking, one, a dungeon, and two, a village. So, my dungeon can be really awesome, and you could get a lot of cool stuff. Sell it in your village. That could work. And so that way, it develops crystal, crystal caravans. There you go. You play as a chalice bearer, and Pokestop, in this instance, like, stops, uh, GPS stops give you uh, murder drops. And you level your character up, you can do all these kind of things, you can collect the different weapons and different artifacts, and there's different dungeons. And it plays like, you know, a tactical RPG like uh, Fire Emblem. There you go. And you can collect heroes. So you collect heroes and you collect equipment. And then you build your own village. Your own personal, like, oh, I can upgrade my blacksmith to level 5. Because I've collected, you know, X amount of beast hide or whatever. I like that idea. Let's develop it into a game. And then you can just make it to the point where... I have been studying app development. Let's do it. Right? You can have a major, in every, you know, major influx of players. So if there's like 50,000 players in a place... That becomes a focal point, a uh, crystal. You go. And, you know, for your village to not be, your uh, world, your realm in mm-hmm. this case, to not be invaded by monsters and cause giant boss events. I like it. Every month you have to go and visit that spot. Or somebody does. Or somebody does, but for your contribution to count. Yeah. So let's say there's always going to be a giant black dragon that visits, but how well the uh, crystal is stocked tells you how much of an advantage players get when fighting it. I like it. Because then you don't have to visit it to go fight the dragon. The dragon's just always there, but you have an advantage. Like, oh, it does X amount less of its fire breath. And so you're just like, whatever, don't even care. I like it. And so it just makes it so you can visit certain places, you stop your pokey stops, but also just walking around gives you ambient mana drops. I like it. I like so it a lot. If you're in the low if you're in a rural area, you're still gonna get the dragon fights. Mm-hmm. But it scales on how many players are actively participating. In you your can, local area. Yeah. You can play the game and never visit the mana crystal and it's going to. It's still going to be as hard. So it. The more players there are, the harder the boss is going to be. But the more reward there is, to, go and contribute. 
if there's like one player in your town, the dragon's not going to be quite as strong because there's not a giant crystal to go deliver. Yeah. And so it would just be really cool. There you go. Okay, you want to get into the top ten? Let's do that before we start talking about other things that don't exist. <laughs> like Santa. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> right, it was the Easter Bunny. Right. Um, it was your how much your mom loves you now. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Okay, do you want to start off? Sure. I have number ten, the Bayard from Voltron. It is customizable. Every character has their own version, yet the same. Uh, Keith has a sword. Pidge has a boomerang. Hunk has a giant, like, Gatling gun cannon. Yeah. And Lance just has a, like, pistol. Like, a, no, rifle. Rifle. And then, of course, Zarkon has giant sword, giant mace, and things like that. Giant weapons. So, it's just cool on how it functions and how it works with the player, with the person's... Playstyle. Uh, yeah, playstyle, if you will. Yeah, I can dig it. Number 10, the Kote from Naruto, the Boruto arc. So basically, it's like a jutsu launcher. Nice. Um, you can seal up high chakra usage uh, jutsus into a scroll, and then basically unleash them like bullets. I can dig it. Mind bullets. Um, so in like the first episode or uh, chapter, uh, Konohamaru seals in a Rasengan, right. and then loads it in, and then fires a Rasengan like a... Uh, bullet almost nice so it's really cool because it enables like even special jutsu to be used inside the kote yeah so like you're not just limited to just fireballs or electrical arcs and everything so and it enables non ninja ninjutsu users to um use jutsu thanks so aruka ramen you now have jutsu yum 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 my next one is the beam saber from gundam it's a giant lightsaber for your Gundam. It's totally not a lightsaber, yeah, though. Yeah, it's totally not a lightsaber, though. It's, a it's sort of like how sword. Uh, Vile from Mega Man X is totally not Boba Fett. It's Boba Fett. <laughs> right? I mean, it's the same thing. Beam sabers aren't lightsabers. There's... Except that, that they are. And they're giant for Gundams. Because right. surprisingly, Gundams are huge. Yeah. You don't really recognize that until you put it right next to the same scale X-Wing. And you're just... Like, um... They're, t- they're huge. They're huge. Well, everything in Star Wars is actually smaller than you think. Yeah. Like, the Death Star is, like, half the size of our moon. Uh, no. I don't think... I don't think it's even that. I think it. you could lay one... You could drive... Basically, you could drive from here to Lexington, which is, like, a two-hour drive. Right. And that would... You could fit the Death Star in there. You just have to watch out for those lasers. Yeah. Watch out for the towers. Yeah. Um, cover me, I'm going in. Number nine for me, the Z Sword from DBZ. Totally not a lightsaber, no. Yes, no, it's, it's not a lightsaber. It is a sword that the old Kai was actually sealed into by Beerus the Destroyer. And it is a sword that is used within the Dragon Ball Z universe. You know, and that's one that's thing something to say because, like, you've got guys that can launch, like, Giant planet busters and everything, but they use a sword. You know, and a lot of people, you know, especially on this theme, a lot of people give Krillin a lot of crap. 
He's one of the most normal human beings in that world. No, he really is, isn't he? Yeah. It's like, oh, I mean, that's like comparing, I don't know, Billy Batson to Shazam. It's just like, oh, I mean, look at Billy. He got hit by a car and died. Oh, what a punk. Yeah, you're comparing him to Shazam. <laughs> right. I mean, everybody else is either a Saiyan right. and uh, Namakian. Yeah. What is Tian Shinhan? Uh, I don't know. He has three eyes, so I'm not really going to say that he's a normal human being either. And then you got Chiaotzu. Who's a psychic cat. That's Porin, I believe. Is it Porin? Chiaotzu is like the little white... Oh, that little doll. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you've got like Grandmaster Roshi. Yamcha, which... maybe. Maybe Master Jirobu. Yeah. But Krillin is the only one who's like main character who's like, you know what? I'm going to go face... I'm going to go face Cell, knowing full well I will die. Yeah, that's that's the thing. So, the Z-Sword is only usable by Gohan and Goku. No, I, 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 it's basically the Molnir of um, the Dragon Ball Z universe. I had a thought the other day. Goku doesn't do anything. Do you think Goku actually loves Chi-Chi? How do you figure? He met Chi-Chi in the World's Strongest Underneath Under the Heavens tournament, mm-hmm. where she was a fighter. He promptly kicked her butt. And then the series ends, and after they get married. And now she's a stay-at-home mom, who constantly worries about Gohan and doing his homework. Between point A and point B, she changed a lot. Do you think he still loves her the same he does? Do you think he loves Gohan? (laughs) Is Gohan his? Well, actually, yeah. He's half Saiyan. But it's like... Really? Yeah. Did he really want to settle down and have a kid? Or was it like, hey, hey got you now? Yeah. Um, because, no, I mean, the, I was... what's the first thing he did? Uh, ditched Gohan to Piccolo. Oh, yeah. His old enemy. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, watching this video online. It was talking about how, what kind of emotional scarring does Gohan have? <laughs> how about the fact that Vegeta's a better good guy than Goku? Yeah. Goku doesn't try to be a good guy. All that hate and war from being a Saiyan is literally bonked out of his head as a kid. Vegeta's like, I actively tried to kill you at one point. I I actively would kill you gladly right now where you stood, except for the fact that you defended Earth. And I can't yet. But one day, I'm gonna kill you. (laughs) Right? And he, he over... It's like Parthenax and Skyrim. What's better, to overcome... Your nature to be, you know, overcoming nature, or just to be born good. Yeah. And that invokes a strange question. Is Vegeta a better good guy than Goku? No, I totally agree with that. I mean, because like you said, he just abandons Gohan to go train and stuff. Uh, But no, the video was like, Gohan has witnessed his trainer, Piccolo, die multiple times. He has witnessed his best friend, Krillin, die Multiple times. He witnessed his father die. Multiple, multiple times. <laughs> he has had catastrophic damage done to his body. Multiple, multiple times. <laughs> he has watched whole cities get obliterated. Multiple, multiple times. times. <laughs> like, dude's gonna grow up to be a sociopath. Right? The only person he's never seen die? Chi-Chi. It's true. Maybe Videl. Maybe. Anyway, 
before we get more off on more off topic. Right. What is your number eight? Uh, Goku. No, Ed- Edward Elric's Full Metal Arm from Full Metal Alchemist. Alchemist. I chose that because it's just so innovative like, and uses what he has. He has a metal arm. And psychotic. Yeah. And plus, you know, you look at any cover of it, you see him with this with the blade on his arm. It wasn't built that way though. It was his arm was not built to be his weapon. weapon. And so it just shows innovation and just really a need of survival. Would that make use... it a stiletto, technically? It'd make it closer to a guitar. Okay. Fair enough. Because a stiletto is a sharp knife. Duh. Okay, I can dig it. But I just chose that one because it's iconic. That really doesn't need to explain. It's a sword on his arm. Sword arm online. Yes. Uh. <laughs> right? Number eight, the reflex cannon from Robotech. I chose this one because it is like a last-ditch effort weapon. Yeah, it's the um, middle finger gun. Yeah. If you... If we can't have it, neither can you, buddy. Right. And they use it and, like, wipe out almost all life on Earth. Yeah, it burns up the atmosphere for a while. So, it's like one of those, this is our last chance option of we don't want to let... If humans are going to go out... We're going to literally go out We're going to go out by our own hands rather than have you destroy us. Oh, yeah. That way, if there are any remnants, we can go, we won. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. So it's basically like this giant gun, um, like a giant cannon that's built into the Alaskan wilderness. Yeah. And it's like miles wide. Think of it like the, um, not the Star Destroyer. Uh, Death Star. Bigger than the Death Star. Star Killer Base. Star Killer Base. I was, like, I was really having some trouble thinking of it. Sarah Palin's pipeline, not alone. <laughs> she can see Russia. Um, it's like Star Killer Base, like just firing out this huge beam and going. Brrr. Yeah. I always wondered, like, how do the guys near the edge of the Star Killer Base laser cannon? Are they going? I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. That I don't want to be sucks. here. Sucks. He straight up sucks. <laughs> Matt sucks. Uh, I pretty much knew when you threw me into the vending machines. <laughs> I knew it. Hi, my name's Matt. <laughs> that skit never gets old. It really doesn't. I, still... I haven't had my muffin. I hear Kylo's running shredded. <laughs> Dude weighs like 80 pounds and in his little black dress. <laughs> Sorry I killed your son. <laughs> I'll go see if I can find it. Here, look. Look what I was built like a little child. Then you don't have to look at it. (laughs) Love that. I watch that like every two weeks or so. Yeah. It's way funnier than the office skit they done. With the uh, the Hobbit office? Yeah. Starkiller base. Anyway. (laughs) Enough of that. My next one is The Dominator from Psychopaths. Hey, me too. I think we talked about that last week. Of course we did. We've done this whole entire episode last like week. Like two weeks ago, or three weeks ago then. Yeah. It's, the best way I can describe it is, it's a psychoanalysis uh, tool that kills you if you fail. Yeah, that's actually a really good way to describe it. Yeah. If you fail, you can either get stunned or... Obliterated. Obliterated. Because, I mean, it's like the Minority Report universe. If your crime coefficient is too high, you straight up die. 
you straight up suck. Yeah. Uh, but if you can be rehabilitated, you're stunned, rehabilitated, and put back in the world. And it's used by the... Enforcers and the uh, inspectors. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I knew you were going to be like, um... I was going to say jackals. I have no idea why. It's a jackal. It's a jackal. Jackal. It's a jackal. I want to talk to you. Um, number six. Saiga's camera from Speed Grapher. Right. Basically, it's a camera that enables him to make explosions. Explosions. Um, he obtains this power through uh, really convoluted means. I would explain it, but that uh, anime is definitely not for children. Right. Um, he gets the power, and every time he picks up the camera, right, and like looks through it and takes a picture, it explodes whatever he's looking at. Huh. Um, and it's because like it's used as a focal point for his power. Right. Uh, because he's so attached to his camera, because he's taking pictures of wars, you know. Um, Dang it, Frank. So, like, he's taking photos, like, of war and things like that. Like, literally, I wasn't being funny. Like, he went to Vietnam and took photos and stuff like that. Right. And so he's just taking photos and gets this power to blow things up with his camera. Uh, and realizes that camera, that it's a weird metaphysical thing of, like, that images of something can do a lot more damage than the actual thing. Oh, great. Quick question. Serious yes. question. All right. So, in every story coming from the last couple of years, it's always been... Oh, he took pictures from Vietnam or Korea or anything like that. When will we get to Desert Storm? Yeah. Yeah. I've been actually wondering that because we're starting to see, like, I'm starting to see a lot of veterans at the hospital that were Vietnam. Uh, I've, I've heard a lot more like, oh, I'm a veteran. Oh, really? Where at? Oh, go, uh, I was in Desert Storm. Golf's, uh, the Gulf. And it's like, yeah. but whoa. how long are we, how long till we see... The impact of, I mean, because right now it's just like, oh, I, this unrelated thing, how long until we start seeing, you know, people are sick because of the war? Don't know. It's a great question. Great question, great question. Did, what was your number six? I skipped ahead of it, because we both had number seven. Yes. I have next Excalibur from Soul Eater. Soul Eater is one of those shows that, if you've seen it, you don't need me to explain what Excalibur is. And if you don't know what Excalibur is, you need to go watch Soul Eater. Go watch some Soul Eater, uh, son. Soul Eater is about people who can synchronize with other people who can turn into weapons. It's actually, spoiler alert, one of the plot points in a Dungeons & Dragons game I ran. Oh? There was a person who got sacrificed on a bloodstone and got turned into a sword. You know what? I vaguely remember that. Yep. So... The fact that you have to resonate with someone. You just can't go, oh, they can turn into a weapon. I'm going to pick them up. You yeah. can't do that. Excalibur can synchronize with anybody. Fortunately, he is an insipid fool and is obnoxious. Nice. He is very vain, mm -hmm. very talkative, and very easily easy to abandon in a waterfall game. <laughs> He's seemingly always abandoned there. Right? Does Is it just because he finds his way there? Oh, people throw him there. Like, no, get out of my sight. <laughs> I'm done with you. Yes. <laughs> just magically warps there. Yep. Okay, number five. Olivier Armstrong's sword from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. It is so special because... It's not. There's nothing <laughs> special about it. Easy, snowflakes. <laughs> Um, 
<laughs> Took me a second. Um, basically, it's just a super strong. Uh, it's a super durable sword. Yeah. Used by a beast of a woman. Mm-hmm. Who can literally take out just about anything, and actually has taken out one of the homunculi. Yes. From Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And she uses the sword as her main weapon, and it just lasts. Yeah. So it's like, there's nothing special about it. Like, it's kind of like the Z-Saber. Yeah. In a sense. Z-Sword. Z-Sword. It's like, because there's nothing special about it, makes it special. Because it's just an average weapon that anybody could pick up and use. Yeah. But not everyone picks it up and uses it to the degree it's picked up and used. Yeah. So, that's why I like it. That's why it's on my list. It's just... So strong. Yeah. Not everything has to be super special, like crazy. It can be just because it's an awesome weapon. Yeah. Next one I have. It is just a gun. A big gun. A 13 millimeter jackal from Helsing. A really big gun. (laughs) Really big gun. It's like, I think I said it's like seven pounds or something like that. Yeah. And let me tell you, shooting a gun is really good fun when you have a light pistol <laughs> right um he shoots it well, just like fine one-handed that's a lot of kickback it's <laughs> a lot of kickback and it's like holding a bag of flour out yes an extended arm yep it's right. super strong but it's not even the biggest gun in that world what? his partner uses an anti-tank round as a sniper rifle if, I, if I've ever seen an image of an anti-tank round, it's about the size of your fist, isn't it? Yes. It uh, punches through a tank. For when you want to get something really, 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 really dead at a really, really, really long distance in your neighbor's house behind the refrigerator in the basement. Yes. I've uh, I've seen like the pictures like a giant handgun that fires a it's not a it's like bigger than a Desert Eagle it's it's ludicrously big yeah or the uh, the rifle that shoots like the round that looks like a, a Pringle can yeah I'm like what are you firing at the are you killing aliens on the moon from Arkansas are you shooting down Jupiter <laughs> right <laughs> you know it's one of those like. And Some then, weapons like that are super impractical. Like, what are you going to get to use that? If you shoot an elephant, it will explode the elephant. What are you doing? I thought I heard a mouse. Like, that could punch through a car like nothing. Oh, I love watching people shoot it, and then they go, that's got some kick. And I'm like, no, duh. You just fired a, a cannon. Yes. Yes, it's like, it does have some kick. That's like getting punched in the face and be like, you're a little mad. <laughs> right. I'm sensing you're angry. Anyway. I can't prove that you're in, angry. Speaking of impractical weapons. Right. The Dragon Slayer from Berserk. Oh my gosh. It's like it's like swinging around a steel girder. Yeah. It's about uh, six feet tall, about two and a half feet wide. Yeah. It's described as just a lump of raw iron. But the thing is, is it's killed so many, like, spectral ghosts and vampires and supernatural beings. It's been soaked in the blood of demons so much 
that it's able to kill even spectral things with just a standard sword. So it's killed so many things, it's gained the ability to kill, kill even more. so many things. You've leveled up, you can kill even more. He doesn't carry a shield, he just puts his sword in front of him and blades his body. <laughs> he doesn't even really need to blade his body, though. No. It just absorbs the impact driving the ground, boom. Right. But um, you watch the show and he's just swinging it around like, I don't even care, and it's like... Dude, that's impractical. Get awesome. Get wrecked. My next thing is all of Urza Scarlet Swords from Fairy Tale. Cheating. Right? It's like more than 10. She has a requip ability that gives her more or less, you know, a halo of swords. And by a halo, I mean a lot more swords than you think is in a halo. A lot more swords than you knew existed. Uh, like, take imagine a sword, a storm of swords, which sounds like it'd be a great title for a book, or a hard rock album. Yeah, I mean, if I were to, if I were gonna Viking have Viking rock, and yeah, that's Alestorm's next, uh, sauced sword of storms, sword of storms, or storm of swords. I'm sorry, storm of swords, storm of swords sounds like it'd be a really good book. In fact, if I were gonna write about it, it'd be like, uh, there'd be a king, uh. Who would be from the north? And uh, oh yeah, it'd be written by George R. R. Martin <laughs> because that's a book title. Oh, I didn't. Realize yeah, that. <laughs> I was like, how long can I go with this joke before he notices? <laughs> no, I haven't read all the Game of Thrones books. I have, and I'm currently awaiting the next one. Yeah, you and everybody else, right? Um, no, all versus Scarlet Swords because they're just swords that she summons with her requip ability, and then promptly uses either. Swords or flings them at you. Good nice. luck trying to dodge all those swords. Nice. Yeah. That's really about it for that. Okay, number three. Magna Hild from Ruby. It is Nora Valkyrie's weapon, and it is a Warhammer grenade launcher. Which, this season, season four, if you're listening in the future, hello future people. Um, Nora future- dies. Features, shut up. <laughs> Wait, features does she? way more Nora, right? Um, because Ruby has joined part of Team Juniper, although it would be called, just called Nipper. Oh, there would be no purr though. There'd be no P. Ooh, Junior. <laughs> Nern, Nern. <laughs> Coral. Um, what happened to Team Ruby? Team Ruby split up. They like went to the four corners. Are we good? Are, are we going to go into this after this? Spoil list? it for me now. Uh, let's see. Yang went to go learn how to use her new arm. Uh, Ruby went to go join to team uh, Jenner, and uh, Blake went to go back to her family to help fight the White Fang. And Weiss was basically held hostage by her family. So, I mean, that's Thanksgiving, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like Thanksgiving at our house. So, who did You're you... You're looking vo- for the exit going... So, who did you vote for? <laughs> it's like that dark Kermit. So, you sit down, uh, like you sit down at Thanksgiving dinner. <sighs> so, who'd you vote for? I think I gotta go. <laughs> I think I, d- I hear my mom calling. That's what I do at work. I look over and I'm like, hey, Kat, you know what we should discuss? Politics. Loudly. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, let's not do that. <laughs> No, but uh, 
But no, Magna Hilt is awesome because it can wreck stuff at close range and can wreck stuff at far range. And actually, it seems to have some, like, almost, like, heat-seeking ability. In the recent episode, like, they're kind of, like, zooming around the grenades, that is. So it's the Warhammer rocket launcher. Nice. I know. My next one is uh, Sly for the Sky Dragon. <laughs> we had some words about this last week. I say it's a weapon because it was used in ancient Egypt as a weapon, not as a thing. But it was a, it was an actual being that was sealed into a card. Yeah, I mean, can you real Excalibur is a being that was it's a sword. Fine. <laughs> but Slifer, the Sky Dragon, I really could have chosen Obelisk or uh, Wing Dragon, Dragon Raw. Ra. But Slifer, I think, is more iconic, ironically, because it's Yugi's card. Well, it's called Yu-Gi-Oh, not Kaiba-O or, um... Uh, Mariko. Mariko. <laughs> Mariko! It's terrible. But no, Slifer the Sky Dragon, just because it's awesome. There you go. I, I like think it. I'm going to go home and watch Yu-Gi-Oh again. Nice. Yeah. Number two. Chesty Foil from Seven Deadly Sins, which is coming back in five days. Guess when I'll finish the season? On the first day. <laughs> Pretty much, much like I did with Voltron, I'll probably watch it in one day. And then go home, tell your wife, Wow, did you see Voltron? No, and came out today. Oh, I finished it. <laughs> no, I've done that before. The day Voltron came out by 10 o'clock that morning, I finished it. And I'm like, oh, I made myself sad. <laughs> I don't have anything else to do in my life. My life, well, my life is devoid of any meaning. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I should go home, tell my wife hi, tell my daughter hi, and then, <laughs> then find something new to make my life have meaning. Um, For me, it's been Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. Nice. You, you uh, got all the 4th Edition out, huh? I have all the, I don't have the campaign books, but I have all the source books. Nice. So if I just collect all the campaign books, then I'm like, good. Nice. So anyway, Chastifoil. Fifth, fifth edition, I'm collecting all the books. Like, all all the books. Nice. Because I'm actually running a game soon and playing a game soon. Nice. Yeah. So Chastifoil is able to take, like, seven different figurations. Right. And, like, they range from things like just a bunch of knives, like kunai knives and spears, and able to solidify people as rock, absorb damage, or take the form of a pillow. Uh... So it's just because it's made from the uh, sacred tree, it's right. just a super powerful weapon that the more magic is poured into it, the more it becomes more powerful. I dig it. So it's a lot like uh, the metal vessels from Magi. That, that huh? yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Sure. Uh, huh, don't don't question it. I'm not on Google or anything. <laughs> uh, but no, chest of all, it's like the, one of the magical artifacts in the show and it's just super powerful. So I'm just like really liking it. And I'm excited to see season two, which starts on the 17th, if you're wondering. Nice. So I will be watching that all on the 17th. Yes. Okay. What's your number one? 3D. Not my number one. My number two. How did I, how did I get ahead of you? You you, uh, you skipped one because you went to the Dominator. Oh. My next one is the 3D Maneuver Gear from Attack on Attack Titan. On Titan. Which should be starting season two soon. Yeah, and Rick and Morty season three is going to come out soon, too. Yeah, I heard sometime in April. Yeah. 
To be fair, I watch like Rick and Morty like every other day. Every other week. Yeah. It still amazes me that Hurt was was written by Nine Inch Nails and not Johnny Cash. Right. Like some days I wake up and have to tell myself that. Just to remember, okay, I'm in the Alpha timeline. Because <laughs> you ever you ever think about that? You're like, I'm pretty sure I remember something like this. Bernstein Bears. Yeah, Bernstein versus Bernstein or whatever. Yeah. It's like. I'm pretty sure I'm in a different reality. There you go. Okay. 3D mover here. Soup. They're basically razor blades um, that they attack titans with. They're not anything super special. Not compared to the 3D maneuver gear. Yeah. They're just swords that they can constantly refresh the blades on by getting new blades. What do you think happens to the old blades? I think that... They get dunked in Barbasol, and uh, Titans use them to shave. I don't think anybody lives that long to find out. Right? Certainly you... not uh, Aaron's mom. <laughs> oh! Oh! Snap! Has Armin died yet? No. Did you watch all season one? I am slow. It's one of those, like, knowing that season two is so far away, just like, I have no joy to finish watch the first season. Well, that's because a lot of people die. Um, that might be the reason why you have no joy. It's not that. It's just like... <sighs> Watching Game of Thrones and going, Yay! Wait, why has he got that axe? It's... For some reason, it's getting really hard to stay committed to watching an anime. So what I'm hearing is you have commitment issues. Uh, yeah, actually. Um, no, it's really hard for me to get into an anime because it feels like... I can sit there and binge watch an anime all day. Yeah. But then it's over. It's not some continuing storyline. Yeah, I can dig it. Or you just have to wait for so long. Like, I binge-watched Seven Deadly Sins the first time, or Moggy the Adventures of Sinbad, or Moggy the Legend, uh, the Legendary Kingdom. Yeah. And I'm just like... It's sort of like Code Geass. No, My fiance is like, oh, you need to finish watching Code Geass, which we started like three years ago. It is good. It It's just so slow to me. And it's just like, come on. Move on already. I like mind games just as much as the next person. I love Death Note. But move on. I want to see more action, not going, ha ha, I know I'm that you smarter know. than everyone else. We get it. You're smart. If Death Note had half the time that, you know, Kira was just like, I'm so smart, 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 smart. Oh, yeah, I can convince anyone to do anything because my eye power. Great. That's awesome. Stop high-fiving yourself. Don't <laughs> don't strain your shoulder patting yourself on the back. Right. It's like, how do you get in your mech? Get on, commit some giant terrorist act. Get on TV, open up your eyes a lot and go, all Britannians, go ahead and kill yourself right now. Thanks. Okay, thanks, bye. That would have ended the entire, there'd be no conflict. Maybe. <laughs> because they showed that it does work on TV. True. It's just like, um... You could end this war within 20 minutes of getting the power. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, I dig it. And it, there'd be, it's not like using the reflex cannon from Robotech. There is literally no consequences. No, there is, though. No war gets started. You're, the, the person you grew up with your entire life doesn't become your enemy. <laughs> True. Oh, yeah, and everyone you love and know doesn't have to die. <laughs> You're just a jerk because you made everyone have to fight this war for you. Okay. <laughs> Deal. Okay, number one, what do you got? Number one, I have the... Let me make sure I get the name right. 
I have the Cutie Moon Rod from Sailor Moon. <laughs> I chose that one because it doesn't kill. It purifies. It's not a weapon. It's not a weapon. Beauty it's accessory. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I mean, there's really not a lot. It purifies evil. You really? Have... I mean, there's not a lot to say about that. It's If you don't know Sailor Moon and her shtick... Go watch it. You go watch it, yeah. Okay. On the opposite side of my spectrum, number one, the Death Note. <laughs> Literally a device built only for killing. It's not like you can write milk, eggs. Well, you could, I guess. When some dude named Milk is going to die. Hurt. Only as long as you know his face. Yeah. Um, But no, as far as like killing weapons, it's the most effective. By not being a weapon. But, well, it is a weapon. By not being a weapon. <laughs> right. It's not like a weapon that you go beat them with. Right. It's like a weapon that has 100% kill rate. Yeah. But Except when it doesn't. <laughs> because you imagine the wrong person. And then Watari dies. <laughs> right. But, I mean... You're not wrong. Death Note was one of those cool shows that... It wasn't... The Death Note facilitated the show. It wasn't about the show. Uh, the show wasn't about it. Yeah. It was about... You know, Light and L circling around each other, being like, ah, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. It's them playing Duck, Duck, Goose. Yeah, it's like me when I'm when I'm chasing my daughter around the house. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to get you. I have the ability to just overpower you and just, like, straight out, like, get you. But I'm going to make you think that I, I'm struggling to chase I, you. I do also have to say, Death Note came out in, like, the pre-Facebook and Twitter days. Yeah. Like, it was like it was coming out, but it wasn't, like, a big thing. You could literally just, nowadays, just be like, I don't know who that person is. I know. I'm just going to go look up on Facebook. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I can find anybody I work with just by knowing the, th- the first name that they go by on their badge. Okay, I don't even need to know their last name. I can go on my portal, look them up, look them up on Facebook. I have their name and face. Yeah. Problem solved. <laughs> yeah, I can dig it. But no, like that's what I thought. As far as killing weapons, it's the most effective. Of everyone on my list, it, it can kill more people in less amount of time. Yeah. So, there we go. Top ten. Done. What are we doing next week? Uh, is next week our Zelda podcast, or is that a week after? Week after. Because the week uh, after that is our Metroid. I was going to say, no, the week before is Metroid. So, next week is Metroid. No, is it? it's not Metroid. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah, because we have Metroid, then Zelda, then we have Switch. That's right. So, uh, next week, Douglas is leading Metroid discussion since he's a Metroid fan. Yes! Someone, please ask me a Metroid question so I can go by the Metroid. Uh, why is it called Metroid when it's actually Samus? Uh, well. Next week. Next week. <laughs> okay. So, if you're interested in contacting us, please do. Yeah. Please we love do. questions. Uh, Twitter is gaming underscore in underscore chill. You can look us up on Instagram at gaming and chill podcast. And if you want to tweet us, use the hashtag, hashtag Gaming and Chill Podcast. And if you've got Zelda questions, make sure to have the hashtag Zelda question or Metroid, Metroid question. Yes. That way we can um, kind of sort out what we're doing. Yeah. And so uh, until then, make sure that whoever you're with to get them something for Valentine's Day. Because we have, we are not responsible if you have forgotten and end up on the couch. Although, if you have your gaming system on the couch, then definitely forget and play more games. <laughs> right. So, until then, have a good one and happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day.